Welcome to the Inspiring Women Weekly Podcast, where women come to be encouraged, uplifted, and inspired to go further, push harder, and shine brighter through personal conversations with me, your host, LaShonda McLaurin. So, let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Inspiring Women Weekly Podcast. LaShonda here, and I hope that you are having an amazing day and ready to have yet another great week. So let's talk about trends. There are certain things that are trendy right now. Let's be honest. Therapy is trendy at this moment. And I think that that is an absolutely great thing. Another thing that is trendy is the use of the term toxic. Toxic relationships, toxic childhood, toxic masculinity, and so on. But what does toxic truly mean? And what does a toxic relationship really look like? So for today's episode, we are going to discuss these very questions, along with how to manage toxic relationships and how to heal after you leave a toxic relationship. And so I hope to inspire you to get rid of the toxins. Toxic, toxic, toxic. It's everywhere, y'all. I feel like it's one of those things where people are using the word, but they don't really fully understand the extent of the word. You got folks calling other folks toxic, and I'm not sure they truly understand how strong of a word toxic really is. So I want to make sure that my listeners, because I love y'all, are informed and knowledgeable so that y'all can go and school the other people out there, okay? So let's start with the basics. What does toxic mean? Simply put, toxic means poisonous. Well, what does poisonous mean? Poisonous means causing or capable of causing death or illness if taken into the body. It also means extremely unpleasant or malicious. So now what does this word mean when we're using it to describe people and relationships? Toxic relationships is when a person in a relationship does things that are physically, emotionally, or mentally damaging to their partner. These relationships can be between a partner or spouses, between a parent and a child. It can be between friends or even co-workers and employees and their bosses. So let's talk about what a toxic relationship looks like in comparison to a healthy relationship. Now, in healthy relationships, there is mutual caring and respect. There's compassion, emotional support, and the relationship feels like a safe environment for both parties, both physically and emotionally. There is a shared desire to see each other happy and to work together to do things to help one another, not harm one another. Now, on the flip side, a toxic relationship is basically the opposite. There can be physical and verbal abuse. There is damage done to self-esteem and it is plagued with insecurity, self-centeredness and control. There is no mutual caring as one or both parties, because yes, both people can be toxic. One or both parties care mostly about themselves and their own needs. Now, in doing some research, I found that there are several types of toxic relationships. And if you find that you are in any of these described relationships, don't fret because we will discuss how to deal with them and how to heal from them a little bit later. So there is the bad temper toxic partner. 
And when I say partner, I don't only mean spouse or boyfriend or girlfriend. It can mean friend. It can mean family member, parent, coworker, or whatever. Okay. The bad temper toxic partner is the person who has you walking around on eggshells because they have this hair trigger temper. Your relationship is based on fear because you never know when things will pop off with this person. Also, there is the guilt inducing toxic partner. This person does things and encourages you to feel guilty anytime you do something they don't like. And they use this mechanism of control to get their way and to keep control in their relationship. I see this issue a lot with spouses and with parent and adult children relationships. Now, then there is the user toxic partner. This type of person normally sneaks up on you because in the beginning, things seem normal. But slowly and surely, you start to see that it's all about them and them getting what they need. The biggest issue with the user is that you can never do enough for them and it will drain you if you keep trying to keep up. And as soon as you say no, it's a big issue and now you're a horrible partner or friend. It's kind of like the Beyonce song that says, the first time I said no, it's like I never said yes. (laughs) And last but not least, there is the possessive, often paranoid, toxic controller. This is your potentially abusive partner. This is where the cute jealousy that he does in the beginning turns into control and possessiveness. And before you know it, you're being accused of everything under the sun. This is the type of toxic relationship that is bad news and can be dangerous. So these are just a few types of toxic relationships that are out there. And if you are in an abusive relationship, please, please work out a safety plan immediately. Please seek help so that you can find a way to leave. And if you need help, you can call the domestic violence 24 hour hotline at 1-800-799-7233. Or you can visit their website at thehotline.org and chat with someone to get some help. So now that we've defined and discussed the symptoms and patterns of these types of relationships, let's talk about what we can do about them. So here's the thing about toxic people. You can't change them. This is very tough for many people to understand. And they spend years and years trying to change people, thinking that maybe if I don't dress this way, he won't be jealous. Or maybe if I keep my opinion to myself, they won't get mad so easily. Or maybe if I just say yes to everything that they ask, they won't guilt trip me. You can jump through every single hoop they put in front of you, but a toxic person will find a reason to be mad, disappointed, jealous, and to guilt trip you and whatever else they do, because it's them, it's not you. So the sooner that you understand that, the sooner you can focus on what does matter, and that is your behavior. You cannot control their behavior, but you can control yours, which in turn may spark a change in them. The best way to create change is to set what? Say it with me, everybody. Boundaries. Good old boundaries to the rescue once again. It is going to be important that you first have a discussion with the toxic person about their behavior. Believe it or not, many of them don't know that they are toxic. For some people, this is all they know. This behavior is normal. Their mama did it and their mama's mama's did it and their mama's 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 did it. So you may need to have a conversation with them and tell them how their behavior is affecting your relationship and the changes that need to be made in order for things to keep going. Now, remember, 
I'm not talking about abusive relationships, but in those other forms of toxic relationships, you can have the conversation with them and even let them know how things are going to change on your end. Let's say if you have a friend who is a user, you may need to have a conversation about their behavior and let them know that you won't be doing those things for them on a regular basis anymore. That is your new boundary. Once it's set, either they will get with it or they won't. But it's up to you to uphold your boundary. Setting boundaries requires you to be bold with what you will and will not tolerate anymore from that person. And you have to be okay with them saying, nah, that don't work for me and ending that relationship. If they continue to disrespect your boundary, then now you have to make the choice to end their relationship. Or in the case of family, you may have to distance yourself until they get themselves together. It's tough, guys, I know, but it's possible and oftentimes it is necessary. This is one of the most prominent issues I work with women in my in therapy, and I've seen how setting boundaries can change relationships for the better or can end a toxic relationship altogether. So now that you're out of that toxic relationship and you've moved on physically, how do you heal? A lot of mental damage can be done in a toxic relationship. Self-esteem can be broken down. Confidence can be crushed. Identity can be lost. And people can leave as a shell of their once vibrant and happy selves. But thankfully, it doesn't have to stay that way. The first way to heal after a toxic relationship is time. Give yourself time to work on yourself. There is nothing worse than getting out of a toxic relationship and shortly after jumping into another relationship. Oftentimes, the same issues will show up if you don't give yourself time. Take your time, sis, okay? The world isn't going anywhere. Just take your time. The next thing you can do to heal is to attend therapy. This is where you go to rebuild. Therapists are there to help you regain your peace, to help you learn from your past mistakes, to help you put boundaries in place so that this doesn't happen again, and to help you become the person that you truly want to be. So if you're looking for a therapist to help you with this issue, go visit my website, mclaurenmentalwellness.com. The next thing you can do to heal is to implement self-care. Self-care requires you to focus on you. And oftentimes while in toxic relationships, you forget about yourself and everything becomes about the other person. Practicing some self-care will help you to remember that you are important and that you need to be taken care of as well. Knowing your importance and worth will also help you keep toxic relationships at bay in the future. And the last thing that I want to mention to help you heal from a toxic relationship is for you to remember that your past doesn't have to be your present or your future. Guys, let go of the guilt, the shame, the embarrassment of what you went through. What happened before does not have to happen anymore. There have been some amazing people who have gotten through abusive and toxic relationships and have gone on to learn from those experiences. They took the time to heal and now they are thriving in their relationships. You can overcome and most importantly, you can live a life that you desire after a toxic relationship. So I hope that you feel inspired to evaluate your relationships and assess if they are toxic or not. To set the proper boundaries in your relationships to ensure that you are treated properly and to take the steps necessary to heal after a toxic relationship. Remember, the past doesn't have to dictate your future. 
So until next time, stay encouraged and inspire someone else along the way. All right, guys, that is it for today's episode. I hope you found it informative and helpful. Um, For the full show notes, visit inspiringwomenweekly.com. Have an amazing day, and I'll talk to you guys in the next episode.